Hey there, this is Pastor Allen. Thank you so much for checking out this message from Praise. As a quick introduction, we are starting a new ministry at Praise called International Ministries, where we're going to have an international service as part of our regular weekly schedule. The leader of that is going to be Minhee Lee, who is going to be sharing today a part of her story and then also what God is speaking to Praise through it. I pray that this service and this message is something that the Holy Spirit speaks to you intimately and individually through. I want to say thank you, Lord, that I have this opportunity for this morning to share my story and then, um, you know, the journey with the, the Holy Spirit. And it's been 10 years to come to the United States for me. Like, I came to the United States in 2014, so it's been 10 years right now. And it's been two years to attend the praise. So it's just so honored to be here. My name is Minnie. I think maybe many of you guys know already, right? Let's just pray before we start. Heavenly Father, thank you so much. You're good. You're, you're almighty, so like we just want to listen to you, God, and please just speak through me and use me as your instrument. So I just want to say whatever you want to say. God, thank you so much for today, and it's cold, but we are here because we love you. And thank you so much. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Um, yeah, I share my testimony so many times, but it's the first time to uh, share like a part of my journey at Praise. Um, let me introduce myself first, and then we're going to share the scriptures, which is Joshua chapter 1, verses 5 to 9. Uh, my name is Minnie, and I was born in South Korea, and I grew up in Seoul, which is a capital city, uh, which is like New York. It's very busy, and a lot of people there. And I grew up in there, I was an atheist, because I didn't know God. I was not, I didn't really, I was not interested in at all to go to church, and I was thought, I thought it was just a Western religious for me, because I didn't, I never heard about God, and I never heard about Jesus before. And yeah, there are many churches in South Korea right now, but when I was young, and there was Buddhist, like, you know, temples, and so many things, you know, there was still like, you know, so many things, the religious were there. And I was just thinking, like, you know, like, of successful life, and I just wanted to just be a businessman, or, like, I just had a lot of dreams, and I just tried to focus on money, or I tried to focus on the finance and successful life, and that was my heart. And my parents, like, was doing okay, but when I was in high school, like, they had a hard time for the business, and they eventually, my dad eventually went to the bankruptcy. So... The thing is, I was, like, so passionate to be, like, have, like, successful business or, you know, because I didn't know God. So I, I was like, what do I have to do? I have to find out something else, some, something that I just can chase or focus on. I just want to be happy. So I just, you know, like, try to just, you know, like, be, like, hard, like, my, in my life. And I went to, after I graduated from my high school and I went to Japan, and I was graduate, I graduated from my college in Japan. So my degree was business, and I was just came back. I just came back to Korea, and then, and I was just like so working hard, right? And one day, 
I just attended the business seminar. And I was so impressed by the one businessman. And he was so successful. And he had like so much tips, so many tips. And like, he, I, I feel like, wow, I want to be like that. And I visited his office. And I was not Christian at, at the time. And I just visited the office. Like, I was so passionate. I was like so fired for like business, you know. And I said, I want to be, excuse me, sir, I, can I have some time with you? And I want to talk. And I want to ask some questions. And he said, okay, come here. Maybe we can talk a little bit. And then I just visited his office. And then I said, I really want to be successful like you. I really want to hear your advice. Can you please just let me know? Can you please show me? Can you please just explain what I need to do right now? And he said, do you really want to have a, the good life? Or do you really want to have a successful life? And I said, yeah, of course. Right? Of course. And he said, you know what he said in his office? He said, have you ever heard about Jesus? I was like, huh? What? I'm like, I was just like, my brain stopped. Like, what is he talking about? And I just like, one of my best friends, she's, she's a Christian since when she was born. I, even before when she was born. She said, always like, do you want to go to church? Do you want to go? Like, we have a party. We have like food or something. Do you want to go? And I'm like, no, thank you. Don't talk about anything about the church. And then I just visited his office and he said, have you ever heard about Jesus? And I was like, actually, no. <laughs> and then he started to share the gospel to me. And he said, oh, we're a sinner. We just, we're supposed to die. But then Jesus came in this earth and then like we, he just was crucified because he just died for us, our sin. And I started to cry. I was like, why I'm crying? I mean, I didn't know what I'm crying, but I just was crying and crying and crying. And she just spread the gospel all the way to the end. And he asked me, do you want to receive Jesus? And I was crying. I was so embarrassed. I was like, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. And then I didn't know God, and I, didn't, I just heard about Jesus. But he said, you can just repeat after me. And just please just, you know, you can just pray, pray with me. And then, like, he just, like, started pray like, little short sentences. And I repeated after him. So I finished. I finished the prayer. And I, I didn't feel any differences at the time. But then that was the moment that God touched my heart. So that's why I was crying. I didn't know what is going what was going on, but, but like God touched my heart, the Holy Spirit within in me, and then I got saved. Praise God, because he was very strong and courageous, because sometimes we're kind of hesitate to talk to people that, hey, do you know, have you ever heard about Jesus? Do you know about Jesus? Do you know God? Can I pray for you? What do you think? It was not in the church. It was not in the small group. It was in his office. I still remember he's in, on his desk. It was a Bible there in the front of him, in front of him. I think the one person preached the gospel to me, and I'm here. 
God totally changed my life. And my first language is Korean. My second language is Japanese. I studied Chinese for four years, though English is my fourth language. I never thought about preaching <laughs> in English in the United States before God called me to his calling for me. So I want to share a little bit of like my story today. Maybe um, I hope God is speak through you and maybe God is using this time. You might have a dream or you might have a plan, but you don't know where, you, where to go. Or sometimes like, I don't know if this is from God or not. Or are you speaking to me, God? Is that from myself or like is that from the enemy? Maybe you might have some confusions, but I believe that God is going to speak through you today. It's really cold this morning, but I pray that the Holy Spirit, the fire of the Holy Spirit is going to upon you today. Amen. Amen. Yeah, so it's very big challenging for me to preach in English, but I, I'm so thankful that I was in the army as an active duty and it was survival. <laughs> I learned English through the military, which is sometimes I didn't know bad words, so I just said that. I'm like, I didn't know. God, sorry, but I did it. <laughs> and sometimes like they're yelling me because I didn't understand English, but they said, blah, 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 like, you know, bad words. I was like, oh, I'm sorry, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but yeah, if you know your sin, you know your sin, then just repent. <laughs> just repent, you're forgiven. <laughs> God is, you know, God is so good. Amen. Let's read the scripture, uh, Joshua Chapter 1, verse 5 through verse 9. No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestor to give them. Be strong and courageous because you will lead these people, oh, sorry, seven. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey, obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from me to the right, to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it, and then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For your Lord, for the Lord your God, will be with you wherever you go. You know, meditate means in Hebrew, like you read and read and read and read, so you almost memorize. That's the meditation, meaning of the meditation in Hebrew. You read the Bible, you read the scriptures over, over, over again, that you almost memorize the verses. That's the meditation. When I was meditating this word for today, and I found out God's commitment and God's promises, so God's command is be strong and courageous. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey the, all the law. 
and keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate day and night. Be careful to do everything written in it. And lasting, be strong and very courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. And I found God's promises, which is, no one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Verse 7, you may be successful wherever you go. Verse 8, you will be prosperous and successful. Verse 9, the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. I have a question for you guys. I really want to, you to think about this question during this sermon. How is your relationship with God? When is your first love with Jesus? Do you have a fire for God? Do you listen to God's voice consistently? What do you think is the purpose of your life? I've heard so many times, I don't know what to do, or I don't know what God's going to, you know, plan, you know, make plan for me, or I don't know. Pray about it, and God is going to answer to you. I believe that. So, uh, let me just continue to my, like, share my story. So I, I just got saved, right? And I went to, I was not going to go to church because, like, the reason, I mean, the, I cried and I accept Jesus, but I didn't know anything about it. But he just recommend me to go to church, like, uh, around my house. So maybe he has a co-worker, and, which is around, like, kind of a neighborhood, because he lived in the neighborhood. So, like, maybe he connected me with him and then he just called me during the day I was working and I was like doing like something laptop stuff and then he just said I mean he just called me the corker and he said hey oh my name is blah 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 and then we have a church in, at 10 o'clock so it's Haitian church it's, it's in Korea so I said just I'll meet you there and I said uh we'll see you know I was not sure if I want to go or not okay but I don't know if I want to go but I'm but, you know, so I said, okay, where is it? And then he said, just Google it. And he was, like, not nice. So I was like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> okay. I was, I, it's okay. But I, yeah, I'm not going. I'm not going to go. <laughs> and then I was, like, working with the, you know, in the web, with the laptop. So I was curious where it is. So I searched the Google, and I looked at the location, and I was shocked. You know why? I was 25 or 26 at the time. And I was shocked because what happened was I reminded my dream when I was 18. And I was looking for the building. I was walking around the building in my dream. And that, that building was that, that church. Eight years ago, I had a dream I was looking, like, like where am I? Like, what, what is this building? Like, I try to just sneak a peek. You know, I was like, where is it? And then that was, that, that building was that church. And I was shocked because what is going on? Because me, I always said, if I don't see it, if I cannot see it, I'm not going to believe it. That was me. I was, I'm very rational. Do you know the 16 personalities on ESTJ, which is assertive, like, uh, 
um, something business, something. So, <laughs> so I was like, if I don't see it, I'm not going to believe anything. That was me. But then this supernatural thing happened, so I was like, what is this? What's going on? Oh, my gosh, am I crazy? crazy? And I need to go to church and try to figure out. And first time, I went to the church on Sunday. And I cried when I was, like, listening to worship. And I was like, wow, this is so, like, I don't know. I feel like warm and, like, I, don't, I never felt that way. But I feel like, wow, this is kind of a good feeling, you know. Like, I feel like, like I didn't know exactly what was going on, but that happened. But the thing is, I think maybe, like, I didn't know the Bible. That's why we have to read the Bible. We have to study Bible and things. But um, I left the church for three years because I didn't know how to repent. I, I realized I'm a sinner. I was like, I'm the worst. I'm like, I did, I, was, I did the bad things a lot. I'm sorry, God, but I didn't know God forgives me. That was the, the enemy was just like kind of lying to me. So I was like, I'm not worth it to go to church. I think I'm, I'm good. I don't think I can go because I'm a sinner. So I left the three, church, the three years, and then God called me back again. So I... You know, I had, you know, my daughter, she was like one year old after three years. And then I hurt my back. I couldn't move. I couldn't walk. I couldn't like even wear my clothes. And then I just was taken to the hospital. And during that journey, God called me again through the Christian radio. It's a long story. And I cry and cry, and God, I'm like, sorry, God, but I, you're, you're waiting for me. I mean, I was so overwhelmed because God loves me. God still loves me, even though I'm a sinner. God forgave my sin. He's looking for me. He's waiting for me. I didn't know. So I decided to go to church again. It's very funny. You need to know the culture differences here. And I just, like, try to, okay, this is time. I try to dedicate my life to the church, I mean, to the God, and I try to find out the home church, and I just went so many places. And what happened was I couldn't find, like, oh, I don't feel like, you know, I can find, I did find a good church for me. And then I was thinking, I mean, just praying, and I'm like, I don't know what to do. And then I was just, like, walking in the trail, and I was just tired, and then it was a little mountain behind my house. And I was just walking, and, like, I just was tired, so I just took a break, and I was sitting in the bench. But one lady was, um, like, drink, like, a, I don't know how to explain, like, a evangelized people. Like, she just brought the cart or something, and she has a hot waters and then she brought some teas and she was like hey do you want some tea and then she was just trying to just like invite the church to, to people you know pe to, to the people to invite the church and I was like and then I just got the tea <laughs> and she said yeah we have a church right there but I never I didn't know there was a church behind the mountain so I was like wow there's a church I'm probably gonna go maybe and check it out and I went to the church, maybe she, God was using her to maybe introduce the church. So the Sunday, I went to the church, and you know the Korean culture, they're going to ask so many questions. You're going to go, if you go to the church, how old are you? What is your job? Do you have a, do you have a kid? Are you married? Like, that's a Korean culture. They just directly straight to, they question a lot of, a lot of, they question, ask a question, so many things. 
and then everybody is gonna know next week. <laughs> oh, she came here, like, she's like, how many years old? Like, she's like, she has a job, oh, she's working there. Like, she has a friend, or like, she has a daughter, or something like that. So I decided to not to say anything. So I just try to just go, like, very, like, quiet, and like, you know, sit down on the very, like, a very end. And then I just try to just like listen to the, you know, like it was kind of good that I, I liked it. And I just try to go and then I pray. You know? I was like, I don't know, I don't know yet. So I'm probably going to pray. But then I just try to get out from the door. And then like one lady just tapped my shoulder and she said, hey, do you want some coffee? Coffee? And then I said, I love coffee, but I quit, I quit drinking. I stopped drinking coffee right now, but I love coffee. So I said, she said, hey, do you want some coffee? We have a coffee downstairs. And I was like, um, sure. And then I went there, and she said, come here, here, come here. And then she opened the door, and then it was a newcomer's meeting. <laughs> <laughs> and I sit down, and where, where am I? <laughs> she says, do you want some coffee? She didn't say, like, do you want to come to the newcomer's br briefing or newcomer's meeting? That is Korean culture. Sorry, I, I, but I don't have to be sorry. Um, so I sit down and I'm like, mm, this is not what I want to. And then and they said they announced like one thing that oh we have like three weeks special prayers for three for three weeks, which is Monday to Friday, 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. and then Friday night 7 7 p.m. and then Sunday, and like seven days like for three weeks like they have like a special like special prayer night or service. And then one associate, associate pastor there, like she is, you know, the one of the associate pastor there, she said, hey, everybody, one of, you know, everybody here, newcomers, are going to participate in three weeks special prayer, 100%. And I said, what in the world? <laughs> I just got here, and I just came here. I didn't know it was a newcomers meeting. And I was just like, Okay, what do you, and then she, and then I was like, okay, fine, and I'm just going to go home. And after finished the meeting, and I just went home, and she said, hey, sister, see you tomorrow morning. And then I said, we wish, I'm sorry, <laughs> but that was my heart. And I was, <laughs> and I, th I, saw, I thought like, um, I don't know, you know. And then you know what happened? This is here, the culture differences. She called me <laughs> in 5 a.m., <laughs> I, seriously, this is true. She said, hey, sister, it's time to go home, go to church. And I'm like, huh? And I, and I just hung up and I slept. And then I, she called me at 5.30. Hey, sister, did you wake up? And I'm like, I, I couldn't say really, I'm sorry. This is my, my personality, but I really can't say no. I, I can't be rude or something. So I was like, um, yes. And then I, she called me at 5.40. So are you ready? <laughs> it was 15 uh, walking from my uh, house, the, the church. So she said, and I was like, okay, okay, I, I'll try, I try to go, and I went. It was not that bad. It was good. But it's hard for me. Like, I never, I never attended, like, morning service at 8, 6 a.m. <laughs> and next day, guess what happened? She called me again. 5 a.m. She said, hey, sister, did you wake up? And I said, no. And I, she just called me two times, not three times this time, second day, two times. And she just called me like 5.30. But I woke up, so I was like, 
well, I'll probably go. I'm probably going to go. And I just went. And third day, she called me again. And I went. And you know what I was thinking? I, mean, I think maybe I might can do it this. I probably can finish three weeks. And I don't know how she knew, but she stopped calling me. And I finished all three weeks special prayer. And you know what happened? I was baptized by Holy Spirit. I was, the baptized, I was baptized by Holy Spirit during that special night. I, it was so hard because the Korean, you know, like King James Version kind of things, like Korean Bible, it's a little bit difficult. So it was hard to understand. But then I was like reading the Bible, and I'm like, I fell asleep, and I don't know what they say. I don't know what this, this means. But then during the special prayer night, oh, my gosh, I kept reading and praying and praying, and it just, I could understand. And I could hear God's voice. I could hear like more sensitively, like God, the voice of God. And I knew it. I, I felt so many things. And wow, I was like, I felt like God is alive wow God is alive like how I never I didn't know like I was so overwhelmed like God is alive in God and I just and then at that moment after the special prayer we had a vision camp like what's your vision so it's like trying to find out the vision for our lives so we went to the camp three days and I just prayed and prayed God I'm so glad that God you saved my life I dedicate my life to the Lord the rest of my life because I did so many things just what I want until now because I didn't know you but God you are the Lord you are the master you are my father I'll just dedicate my life to the Lord what do you want me to do and I pray for a year and I just asked the pastor, you know, like, or small group leaders, how can I listen to God? How can I hear the voice of God? How can I know this is from God? So many questions. I was so passionate because I knew that I was saved. Amen. It was miserable if I didn't know God, but I knew God is alive. My whole life changed. And I just prayed and prayed and prayed, and then I just tried to listen to God. Every morning, I try to just pray in the morning. That morning time is the best for me. I, I can be sensitive from the God's voice, and I can see, like, you know, God is speaking through the word and then prayers and worship and so many things, right? Like, but that was my, like, commitment that I, I pray in the morning every time, like, for the Lord, only for, the, for God. And then, and then one year later, God spoke to me about the U.S. military, I was teaching Japanese because I taught Japanese for eight years in Korea, and I, I taught Korean, Korean in Japan. So that was my job. I never worked out before, and I would never exercise, or like I never thought about joining the military, or I, I was not athletics. And I was a mom, you know, she was, my daughter was like one or two. And I had a hard time to, you know, have a baby or something like that. And I, and I was like, no way, military, a US military? I, I was like, I don't, what? <laughs> God, I don't think that's my call, but I, let me pray about it. And I prayed and prayed and prayed. And people, you know, like talk about the U.S. military. And one time, like the U.S., the Army retired pastor came to our church and he shared the gospel, you know, the testimony. And then, like, it was just so many confirmations. But I didn't speak English almost at all the first time when I came here. I couldn't even order the McDonald's. I seriously, I looked at, I looked at the menu because there is a McDonald's in South Korea, but it's different. So I was like looking at the menu and then they were just asking, what do you want? And I was like standing and I was like, what do I have to say? Number two. 
that was my that was my English level the first time. And I was like, God, are you sure? And I have to give up everything. And my parents are not Christian. So they my dad said, I just said, I, I think like they are so I was very, it was really hard because since I uh, go to went to the church and then there are a lot of persecutions because they don't understand, right? Because I was so like happy to see like wor- go to worship and church and Bible study and so many things. I was like fire for God. But then my, my family was like, my dad was super mad. And then she, he said, I'm going to destroy the church or something. So I had to hide it. And I had to say, like, you know, like nothing. So that was my, you know, and my all my parents are like that. And then I got a confirmation. So I went to, you know, I decided to share my prayers. And then I just talked to my church member and I talked to my pastor at the time. And sir, a pastor or like whoever, you know, I decided to go to United States to join the military. And they looked at me, what? <laughs> and I go to the, I'm going to go to United States because God called me to the U.S. military. And there are so many obstacles, you know, because like, you know, you don't even know English. You're just mom. And then I was, I was studying uh, the Christian counseling at the time at the church. And you're, maybe just after you finish the study, you can go. This is not a timing. So many things. But the thing is, is one, I want to say this. You need to listen to God's voice. Because people have a lot of their opinions. They are sharing through their experiences like, oh, okay, this is not a good time. Hey, what are you going to do in the United States? I, I have no family, no friends, nothing. I pray just like I spread a map in the United States, and I said, God, where do I have to go? West, east, middle? I didn't know. I had nothing in the United States. I didn't speak English almost at all. And I just decided, and then like my pastor said, this is not a good timing, and my, my, my dad, I still remember my dad, you're going to starve to death. <laughs> because... <laughs> But later, I joined the army, right, the first time. It's been eight years right now to been, it's, I mean, I've been in the military. But my dad said that, and I took the photo with my uniform, and I just sent the photo to my dad, and then he was crying because he didn't know, but it, it was happened, you know. So anyway, so I was just, I decided, and it was so many obstacles, but I came because I was raising my daughter, so like I had only, I, I'd be honest, I had only $3,000 at the time. So I had one suitcase. I just was holding my hand, my, with my, my daughter's hand, and I came to the United States. It was in Maryland, the north side. And I said, God, you call me to be here. It was not easy. One time I went to the airport, I went back. I was scared. But I just, after six months after prayer, God gave me a lot of confirmation. Be strong and courageous. And I just, just you know, holding my, my daughter's hand, she was four. And then one suitcase, that was it. And I said, God, you provide everything. I don't have anything. I have only faith for you. You have a purpose for my life. You provide everything, God. And I was in homestay for a month, but then I just I got my two bedrooms apartment in Maryland. It was like sixteen hundred dollars. 
I was crying. The first day, I just, and there was nothing, you know, in, in, the, in the house, only one suitcase, and me and my daughter. And I was crying. I was hugging her and crying. I was like, I don't know what to do. And she was four, and she was like, she tried not to cry, you know, like crying. Mom, it's going to be okay. And then she was like tapping me, and she was encouraging me. So I was so surprised that she's only four, but then she's encouraging me, like, it's going to be okay. And I had to find the car, right? I have to get a job until I joined the military, but I didn't know English. So I was uh, working at the, the Japanese restaurant, but then they said, goes, oh, you can speak Japanese, maybe we can hire you, but do you have a car? No, I don't have a car. So I have a, you know, I had to buy the car. I didn't know, like, the United States is so huge, you know? Like, in Seoul, like, we can just take metro or subway, and you can go everywhere. So I just pray for, to God that, God, I need a car. I need a job. I need a car. And I, I had a hard time to even, like, you know, like, insurance, car insurance, like, enroll the car, register the car insurance. Geico doesn't have a translator. <laughs> So this is the thing. Okay, if you have any experiences to speak to the foreign people or who doesn't know English, I want to say this. She said, blah, 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 blah. Like she said, oh, I don't know English well. Can you, can you, I, I, do you have translate like Korean? And then she said, and she just started to speak so slow. <laughs> uh, so um, we have, like, I was, it doesn't, it doesn't help. It doesn't, it doesn't matter if you speak fast or slow. If, you, if people don't know English, they don't know English. <laughs> Please, I mean, I, I just want to recommend you to like, find a different way, Google or something. Not like slow, like speaking slow is... So, yeah, and <laughs> sorry, it was... And I tried to just, I, I went like Craigwick, Craig, Craig's, Craig's, yeah, Craigslist. Craigslist, or I just try to search the website, and I just, I need to find, like, car, $1,500. That was my budget. So $1,500. I try, I, I just try to just connect, like, what was, like, 1,000, I still remember, 1,000 Bobo, or two, 1999 or something. And then I just went there to just kind of do the test drive, and then I felt like someone just threw <laughs> away the car, and then maybe dealer just kind of, like, brought the car and maybe just a little bit fix it and then maybe he tried to sell I didn't know anything at the time so I just tried to and then I had to open like the car outside because I couldn't open like this because it's broken and then the wiper windshield was like kind of cracks like there is crack because maybe they didn't replace the the things and I was like, oh, if I can drive that's fine I can just buy it and then like though the, my homestay pastor he was pastor, but I didn't know, but pastor just gave me right to just go to test drive. And he said, no, sister, this is not, this is not, this is not going to work. Please ask, you know, like your parents to just send the money or something. So I didn't know. And one day I just, just, you know, like try to see another car, which is Dutch, 2002 or something. <laughs> and it was Korean guy and he was Christian. And then I tried to just like t do the test drive. And like I just put the key, and key box came out. <laughs> and I said, "It's okay. I can, if I can drive, that's fine. Because I need to go to work, and I have to make money because I have to survive." And he said, "I'm sorry." And I think I'm Christian too. 
I don't think I can sell this car to you. I think he was convicted. <laughs> so, so many things happened, and then the first day, like, I went to the apartment, right? I, ha I have $3,000 and $1,500, like, rent fee, <laughs> and I have to buy my car $1,500, and I was crying. And then one, the, the homestay, the owner just dropped us up, and then they were just leaving, and then they just called me at the same day that I, when I got the, the, my house. And he said, hey, 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 come here, come to the front. And then I was like, I was, you know, like praying and crying and like just my daughter was like encouraging me. And then, and he says, come to the front, come to the lobby. There's a parking lot and there's a car here. Car sale, $1,500. And I just, I just went downstairs and I looked at the car, it was BMW 525 series. It was not like super like new car, but it was okay. And God provided exact amount that I have. And I rode that car, I just, I drove the car for two years before I joined the military. And yeah, I, I improved my English a little bit before I joined the military, but I, I had to study by myself because I had to take care of my daughter, so I couldn't go to school to study. So English, and you know, so I just was studying and studying, and I barely passed the OSVAB, which is the, the military, um, the test. It was like 33, but I got 34. And then I joined, I joined and they just said, just sign it, okay? And I was like, finally, I'm like, you know, close to God's call. And I just went to the boot camp. <laughs> and they said, like, I don't know. They were just like starting to yell. Like, I didn't know. Like, it was just so, like, I was panicked because they were, I don't know what they're saying. But the one, like, he was like six feet. I mean, he, he's from like Ireland. And his accent is so strong. And I don't even know. Is that English? I don't even know what he's saying. But he was my drill sergeant. And then it's like boot camp, like everybody was like, you know, the white bus, you know, the white bus, the boot camp to go to boot camp, like, the, you know, the, the, it's like a school bus, but it's like a white color. So we just all like, you know, like they were yelling and we're like having, you know, having like the, the, the rock or like whatever, the duffel bag and stuff. And then we just like rode the bus. And then I was, everybody was like, just try to like this and then I head down. And I was like, what's going on? And then, because I don't understand what they're saying. And then I tried to just see what's going on, and I just looked at like this, and the drill sergeant saw me, and I was like, hey, you, and then like, he was just, like, come, he came to me, and he was like, you're gonna, you have a, you're gonna have a fun, you know, you're gonna have fun during your, your, you know, the, the basic training. So he just always picked me during the drill, I mean, the basic training. So one thing that I wanna share is, um, yeah, sometimes it's very hard. We have to be strong and courageous, and it's gonna be a fear that, is that right? Or like, it looks so impossible, but just action, you know, take action is the, the big thing. Because we have so many thoughts, like, I don't know if I can do it. I don't know if they can do it. I don't know they're thinking about me weird, or I don't know what they're saying. I don't know about my parents, I don't know. Maybe you can listen to them. I'm not saying like you don't have to listen because you have to listen to God first. If you know clear voice of God and you're not going to be shaken, you know. So I went to the basic training and then they just gave me the weapons, which is like rifle, you know. And I thought, 
uh, oh, this is just one day. Maybe they're going to bring it back. But I had to bring that, I have to hold, have that rifle until I graduate <laughs> for 24 hours. So they found out I didn't know English well. So the first day, they were like talking about it and they said, hey, I think you need to study English more and you need to come back because I don't think you are, you're going to make it. <laughs> and then I was like so discouraged. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was sorry. I was so discouraged. I don't know. God, I just came here. I don't know what to do. And then the next day, they changed their mind, which is if you get qualified the weapons, you're going to stay. And you know, the, the, the weapons test is not English. Right? You know the function check and you can see it and you can just write it down and you can memorize it. It's not English, so I passed it. <laughs> so I was, yeah, I passed it. Thank you, Clapping. <laughs> and I passed it and then I just, oh my gosh, that was crazy. I'm, I was freaked out. They were just like yelling and they were just giving us a hard time and so many things. But the long story short, because I, maybe if I have another chance, maybe I can share more. But, I just want to share two things what happened because when I had a weapons like range shooting, right? Because I never shoot before. I was surprised that in America we can just shoot, you know, wherever you have a license or something. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, is that weird? <laughs> because in South Korea, like weapon is not allowed. Like we, you can't see anywhere. Like it's illegal. <laughs> And I was like, you know, we're, you know, like holding my rifle and then like just walking and then like they said, I didn't understand that part, but they said, don't ever lift your weapon because it's so dangerous. And you trigger, you have to put the finger like this, like you have to just bring like, you have to hold like a rifle like this. It's very dangerous. It's safety is the best. So I was like, I didn't understand that part. So I lifted my weapons. So they were just like, they're like a hyena, like they just came to me, the sergeant, like yelling and all the speed, you know, and they're like, you get out. And then I, I just got out and I was crying, God, I'm done. I, I don't think I can do this. Like I cried so many times in boot camp, like I cry every day. But the thing is, one thing, I want to go to church, I want to go to church. And then I went to the church. I, they have a lot of, because they have like, we have diversity. So they have a lot of kinds of church, like, you know, like, um, like uh, LDS or like, you know, like, like they have like, Jew, Jew, you know, Jewish or they have like the Buddhist Islam or so many things like, but I didn't know, right? In English, so it's like, I need to go to church. And I asked the, the soldier behind me and I was like, hey, which is the church? And he said, just right there, just, just sign it. And then I signed it, it was a Mormon. <laughs> so I went to the LDS church and I had to repent. I'm sorry, God, I didn't know. <laughs> And so many things, like so many things, but God, please help me, help me. Like the weapons test, and then I was like, I got kicked out. They, we have only two days to get qualified. And one day, I just, whole day I was outside. And the next day, I finally had a chance. And then what happened was, you know, they have like an aiming, so zero, you know, the, we have to shoot the zero first before we just go to target. And then I, don't, I was just like crying, and I was like, God, I'm done. I don't know what to do. And then one drill sergeant saw me and he said, hey, come here and then bring your note. And then I still remember his name. And just he drew the, the sand. 
He taught me how to shoot. I got zero in 30 minutes. I got qualified my weapon. And I went to hand grenade, <laughs> and they said, don't ever shake your finger. And I didn't understand. I shaked my hand, finger. And they were like, like, just, I was wearing the IOTV, which is like plates and helmet and stuff, and they were like, no go, you know, you're, good, you're, you're done. And the next day I was crying, God, I don't know what to do, I'm so crying. And then somehow, like, some people just explained it to me that what I need to do. Every single thing was never easy. And I, I praise God, because I graduate from my basic training because, you know, God sent me the angels every single time if I have a hard time because God knows what I'm going through. Same thing, God knows what you're going through. And I graduated, I was so overwhelmed and I was crying and like, and then we were so excited to get an assignment because I was on active duty. We have 300 soldiers only four, three soldiers, four soldiers got assigned to 82nd Airborne. Guess what? It was me. <laughs> we ran like five, six miles. Like sometimes we have a combat training with a guest chambering or guests, you know, we have like every six months have a guest chambering or so many things. And I got, I injured my knee. So my doctor said, you never, you're, you can't run anymore because my knee was messed up and I got a surgery and then I had a lot of physical issues because I was not athletic. But I tried my best, I tried to keep going and I just said, God, um, I think I'm good. You know, I just finished and I got assigned. After three years, I had a really hard time, but God was good that I just went through so many things. And then I went to, I got assigned to South Korea, Camp Humphrey, which is, I was exciting, but I got refined my call to the chaplaincy. I was going to get out after the Korea, but I was like, it was hard. The military is not easy, right? Because I was like, when I had a rock march seven or nine miles, and then, you know, like there were 17, 18, like, they're like six feet and now they, they walk and I had to run <laughs> because my legs are short. So, and then like, hey Lee, and then my last name is Lee. So I was like, and I was just like running and they were like, oh, she's here already. And then like, I just went far away and I just tried to run again and then, hey again. And that's what I did. It was just so many things happened, but I wanna say this, like God, if God called you to do something, or if, you, if God calls you to, or if it, maybe it can be your work, or your school, or your co-worker, God has a purpose, and God is going to help you to go through. Maybe it might be never easy. Yeah, everything is not easy at all, because this world is full of evil, right? And we have to always fight with, you know, the enemy. But the God is with you, so wherever you go, God is going to be with you. But the thing is, God has God said, be strong and courageous no matter what. It looks so impossible. It looks so like, it doesn't look like it seems possible. Is that, does that make sense? It's so like hard, you know, but God is a way maker. God is going to make a way every time. So I got, a, you know, assigned to a career, right? And what happened was 
I got, I got selected to go to, you know, chaplaincy program, and I, I was waiting, and I was about to ship my car to Korea, and I was walking to the transition office to ship my car. And I said, God, you call me, you call me to Springfield to study at AGTS. If this order doesn't, is not gonna be canceled, I have to go to Korea and I have to start over again, all the process because they lost my packet three times. So it took like, usually it takes like two or three times, three, three, three months, but I, it took like more than a year because they don't know where my packet is. So, and then I just was walking and then I just, God gave me wisdom that there was a retention office, and then like, I just stopped by, I don't know, I don't know, we'll see, and then he said, excuse me, sir, I got selected to go to, I'm waiting for the order to go to Springfield, but then I also got assigned a to Korea, so I have to ship my car, I have to move, but I don't know what to do, and he said, oh, that's too easy, and he just called the command, and then like company command, and then the battalion command, and then he just signed, he got assigned, and then I got an order the next day. When I switched to the Air Force last thing, when I switched to the Air Force, they said, because I got refined my call, like, it's a long story short, and like my knee is messed up, right? And they said, oh, you can't run and then you can't join the Air Force. And I pray, 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 and God gave me confirmation again, again, again. This isn't your call, you have to go to Air Force. You have, to, you have a purpose for that. Yes, Lord. And I went to the doctor, I can run. I'm gonna start the physical therapy. And I started to run. And I went to the officer training school uh, last, last January. I ran five, six miles. I thought it can, it's, it's impossible, but God made it. And I got my PT score over 90. Thank you. <laughs> so this is the thing. So one of the things that I want to say is discern the God's voice. If you have a heart for, you know, vision or like if you don't know what to do or if you have a call but you don't know how to take an action, just pray. And then do not fear. Do not be afraid. And just be courageous. Be strong. And just keep going and move forward. I don't know exactly what your situations, but God is going to help you, and God is going to walk through you. You just can walk with God. That's it. You don't have to worry about others. You don't have to worry about peoples, and just obey and take actions. And don't doubt. What if, what if, what if? So many doubt, but you don't have to doubt. Please don't doubt. Maybe you, you're thinking something right now. Don't doubt about it. God is speaking to you now. God is calling you. God is talking to you. Don't be afraid. The Abraham said in Hebrew 11, 8, and he says, he didn't know. He obeyed and went even though he didn't know where he was going. He's not going to say like, oh, 10 years later, 20 years later. You just keep going what God speaks to you. To do that, you have to listen to God. You have to hear God's voice. And you have to have a confidence, oh, this is from God. I'm not, I'm not going to be shaken. I'm just going to go. That's it. And the one thing, meditate the word of God. That's what God said. 
Please ask God, pray to God, and read the Bible, and then every answer is going to be there. Amen. Amen. Yeah, the Word of God is truth. God is speaking. God is waiting for you. And you, you already hear your voice, God's voice, not your voice. You already hear God's voice already. Sometimes I just call, like, my daughter when I was cooking or something. Her, do- her, her room is, like, all the way to the end. And I said, Shina, Shina, and Shina. And then she was listening to the AirPod music or she was listening to different things. And she doesn't hear, right? And I said, Shina. And then I just try to, like, you know, yell, right? <laughs> Five times. But the thing is this, maybe you might have some distractions. And ask God, God, I need you. I need your voice. I need to listen to you clearly, then I can know, I know that what I'm doing, what, I'm, what I have to go, where I have to go. And God is good. The one person asked me like one time, like, oh, if I surrender to God, what if like God just send me to Africa? Or something like that. that. That what she's afraid of. But, you know, God is not, you know, you, we have to know God. The Charles Spurgeon, like pastor, the one of the, you know, my favorite pastor, the, the preachers. He said, knowing God is our ultimate goal. He is not our flesh, like a fa- parent, not in, in earthly parents. He is not. Because he knows you and he knows everything about you. He knows what you're thinking. So we just have to ask God, and he's going to give it to you the best. And he's not going to be, like, you know, abandoned, or he's not going to be, you know. He promised that in the scriptures, right? Like, he will not leave you, nor forsake you. And put an armor of God. And use that. Like, we have all the armors, and then if you don't use it, I don't know what to do, and you just run away. That doesn't make sense because you have to use your, the shield of faith or whatever thing, salvation of helmet, everything, you have to use that. Like you have like the arrow is coming and then like the, you're holding the shield and I'm like, I don't know what to do. And then that doesn't make sense, right? So that's, that's the meditation. When I was meditating, like you can just hear more deeper voice. And be strong and courageous.